0: Welcome back to a good morning episode of Trippy Education, training responsibly in preparing psychedelic induced experiences. Today's morning podcast is attributed completely to psilocybin mushrooms, also known as magic mushrooms. To give the listeners a heads up on what I will be discussing, I will be talking about psilocybin in depth, the prehistory, the shamanic use, the modern history, chemistry, the effects both physical and mental, the myths surrounding psilocybin and psychedelics in general, and the plethora of research on the therapeutic use of these mushrooms. The title of this interesting morning talk is The Phenomenology of Psilocybin. Before we start this topic, one needs to understand, what does phenomenology mean? Phenomenology is the study of structures of consciousness as experienced from the first-person point of view. The central structure of an experience is its intentionality. It's being directed towards something as it is an experience of or about some object. In layman's terms, phenomenology is the study of appearances. Psilocybin is a naturally occurring tryptamine psychedelic found within approximately 190 separate species of mushroom and growing on every continent across the planet. It is one of two main components in magic mushrooms. Psilocybin breaks down to silicin. This is broken down by the liver and converted to silicin within the body. Psilocin is what produces most of the effects of magic mushrooms. Psychedelic mushrooms have been in use since before recorded human history, with their depiction being found on cave art and famously used by the native people of Mesoamerica for religious and shamanic purposes. Ancient paintings of humans decorated with mushrooms dating to 5000 BCE have been found in caves on the Tassili Plateau of northern Algeria. Native Americans in Latin America have also used sacred mushrooms for thousands of years for both medicinal and religious purposes. Between 3000 BCE and 1000 BCE, these cultures built temples to mushroom gods and created stone icons carved in the shape of mushrooms with stems depicting human figures. of hallucinogenic mushrooms is attributed to shamanism and shamanic practices. Shamanism was how religion was practiced for its first million years up to about 12,000 years ago. There was no other form of religion on this planet. That was how people attained some kind of access to the sacred. The first European record of their use showed up in the 16th century writings of a Spanish priest, Bernardino de Sahagún, who wrote about the Aztecs' use of both mushrooms and peyote. Quote, the first thing to be eaten at the feast were small black mushrooms that they called nanacatl, which bring on drunkenness, hallucinations, and even lechery sexual desire they ate these before the dawn with honey and when they began to feel the effects they began to dance some sang and others wept when the drunkenness of the mushrooms had passed they spoke with one another of the visions they had seen In 1955, the couple Valentina and R. Gordon Wasson discovered the psilocybin mushroom. They both actively participated in an indigenous mushroom ceremony and experienced the mushroom's profound effects. In 1957, Wasson published an article in Life magazine on their experiences, publicizing their discovery. In 1958, Albert Hoffman, who was the first chemist to discover LSD, first identified psilocybin and psilocin as the active compounds in these mushrooms. The news of psilocybin, with the help of Wasson's article in Life magazine, reached Harvard University. Dr. Timothy Leary, who was a well-known and respected psychologist at Harvard at the time, learned about the powerful effects of psilocybin in the summer of 1960. After his profound experience, Leary vowed, quote, to dedicate the rest of my life as a psychologist to the systematic exploration of this new instrument, end quote. By late 1960, Leary established an eight-member board to oversee the Harvard Psilocybin Research Project. The board included other psychologists, professors, psychiatrists, and two graduate students. In early 1961, after initial psilocybin investigations, the Leary Group began working in nearby Concord with convicts in the Massachusetts Correctional Institution, a maximum security prison for young offenders. It was hoped that psilocybin could help prisoners see through the self-defeating cops and robbers game and become less destructive citizens. This is what they found. Records at Concord State Prison suggested that 64% of the 32 subjects would return to prison within six months after parole. However, after six months, 25% of those on parole had returned. Six for technical parole violations and two for new offenses. These results are all the more dramatic when the correctional literature is surveyed few short-term projects with prisoners have been effective to even a minor degree. In addition, the personality test scores indicated a measurable positive change when pre-psilocybin and post-psilocybin results were compared. In a second area of experimentation, Leary and his associates gave the mushroom pills to about 400 graduate students, psychologists, religious figures, mathematicians, chemists, writers, artists, musicians, and other creative individuals to study their reactions. Extensive records were kept, but to date only a few of the accounts have been published. The December 1963 issue of the Journal of Nervous and Mental Diseases summarized the findings on the first 129 men and 48 women tested. 70% considered the experience either pleasant or ecstatic. 88% felt they had learned something from it or had some important insights. 62% believed the experience to have changed their life for the better and 90% expressed a desire to try the drug again. Because of their findings in the previous study, a third area of inquiry was developed. The resemblance of mystical experience induced by psilocybin mystical states brought about by spontaneous rapture or by religious practice the harvard psilocybin research project team created a double-blind study to test this theory it was conducted by walter pankey as part of his phd dissertation for the harvard divinity school in a boston university chapel on good friday 1962 20 Christian theology students took part in Panky's experiment after having been exhaustively tested and screened. Ten were given 30 milligrams of psilocybin. The others, as nearly as possible a similar group, received 200 milligrams of nicotinic acid and a small amount of benzodrine to stimulate the initial physical sensations of a psychedelic. Neither the subjects nor their guides knew at first which drugs had been given to whom. The experiment soon came to be known as the, the Miracle of Marsh Chapel. In the following six months, extensive data were collected. These included tape recordings, group discussions, follow up interviews, and a 147 item questionnaire used to quantify these characteristics of mystical phenomenon. Nine of these characteristics include 1. An experience of unity 2. An experience of timelessness and spacelessness 3. A sense of having encountered ultimate reality 4. A feeling of blessedness and peace 5. A sense of the holy and the divine 6 an experience of paradoxicality 7 a sense of ineffability not being able to express in words 8 transiency and 9 persisting positive changes in attitude and or behavior The reaction level in each of these nine categories was found to be significantly higher for the psilocybin group than for the controls, the ones who received the nicotinic acid and benzodrine. The results, nine out of 10 who ingested psilocybin reported having religious experiences that they considered authentic, while only one from the control group claimed to have even minimal spiritual cognition. More important in terms of genuine mystical experience, there was a lasting effect upon behavior and attitudes. After a short follow-up period of only six months, life-enhancing and life-enriching effects, similar to those claimed by mystics, were shown by the higher scores of the experimental subjects when compared to the controls. In addition, After four hours of follow-up interviews with each subject, the experimenter was left with the impression that the experience had made a profound impact, especially in terms of religious feeling and thinking, on the lives of eight out of ten of the subjects who had been given psilocybin. The direction of change was towards more integrated, self-actualized attitudes and behaviors in life. Psilocybin is classed as a substituted tryptamine alkaloid and serotonergic psychedelic drug. Tryptamine is structurally similar to the amino acid tryptophan. Tryptamine is found in trace amounts in the brains of mammals and is believed to play a role as a neuromodulator or neurotransmitter. Other neurotransmitters include serotonin, dopamine, melatonin, oxytocin, and epinephrine. Serotonergic psychedelics include psilocybin, LSD, and DMT. These psychedelics are a class of hallucinogenic drugs strongly tied to the neurotransmitter serotonin. The chemical structure of serotonin is the backbone of all of these substances. Because of depressive mood disorders and pharmaceuticals like Prozac, the most well-known neuromodulator is serotonin or 5-HTP, 5-hydroxytryptamine. 5-HTP is essential to many basic brain functions linked to mood, depression, contentment, anxiety, sleep, appetite, and the regulation of involuntary smooth muscles. That control blood pressure and digestive functions. Serotonin is an endolamine in a variant of tryptamine, which is the most basic of all of the endolamines and the structural starting point for DMT, nn dimethyltryptamine 5 5-MeO-DMT, psilicin, psilocybin, DPT, AMT, and most psychedelic drugs for acronyms ending in T, which stands for tryptamine. LSD is also a tryptamine, but it is a larger and more complex molecule than the other tryptamines, and is in many ways structurally unique. Because psilocybin is so closely related to normal brain chemistry, when one ingests the substance, the body understands what is happening. The brain understands the substance is not foreign or toxic. It is part of normal neurological function. When one ingests a, subject, a substance like cocaine, various pharmaceutical pills, or even a McDonald's cheeseburger, the brain realizes there is something foreign introduced and thus needs to respond. This is how many people get sick, addicted, or have withdrawal symptoms to certain substances. There has been only two deaths attributed to psilocybin-containing mushrooms. This mushroom has been around for thousands of years, maybe even longer. The two deaths were attributed to heart failure reason being was because both individuals who died had a heart transplant years before and was known for heart complications. The LD50 lethal dose is 285 milligrams per kilogram in rats. This is over 200 times the effective dose. To give you an idea, if we take a 60 kilogram 130 pound human This human would have to consume 1,680 grams of dried mushrooms to overdose. This shows the safety and non-invasive nature psilocybin mushrooms produce. The name LD50 is an abbreviation for lethal dose 50% or median lethal dose. It is the amount of the substance required, usually per body weight, to kill 50% of the test population. LD50 ED50 ratio is the dose lethal to 50% of animals divided by the dose effective for 50% of animals. To give you an idea of this ratio in different substances, this ratio in vitamin A is 9,637. In aspirin, it's 199. The higher the ratio, the lower the toxicity is, on the human organism. In psilocybin, this ratio is 641. In nicotine, it's 21. LSD, it's 4816. This just shows psilocybin mushrooms, as well as LSD, have very low toxicity. The threshold dose for oral psilocybin cubensis mushrooms include 0.25 grams, a light dose is 0.25 to 1 gram, a common dose 1 gram to 2.5 grams, a strong dose is 2.5 to 5 grams, and a heavy dose is 5 plus grams. This heavy dose is also known throughout psychedelia and psychonauts as a heroic dose. The onset is 10 to 40 minutes when chewed and held in the mouth. When swallowed on an empty stomach, the onset is 20 to 60 minutes. The duration of a mushroom trip is 2 to 6 hours. With normal after effects up to eight hours. Positive effects of psilocybin mood lift, euphoria, increased giggling and laughing, creative, philosophical, or deep thinking, ideas flow more easily boring tasks or entertainment can become more interesting or funny. Sensation of insight, life-changing spiritual experiences, intense feelings of wonder, paradoxical feeling of a normalcy and deep alteration of psyche may interrupt cluster sequences in those suffering from cluster headaches. The neutral effects of psilocybin feelings of more emotional emotionally sensitive general change in consciousness as with many psychoactives time perception alteration time seems to pass more slowly minutes seem to take hours sensitivity to light light seems brighter Staring and rainbow patterns around pinpoint lights. Increased detection of motion in peripheral vision. Open and closed eyes, closed eye visuals common at medium or stronger doses. Sleepiness, lethargy, pupil dilation. Sensation of energy or buzzing in the nervous system, peripheral limbs memories come to life negative effects of psilocybin intense feelings of fear headache usually as it as effects wear off sometimes beginning the next day lasting for up to 24 hours nausea gas gastrointestinal discomfort especially when mushrooms are eaten raw and or dry Mild to severe anxiety, dizziness and confusion, lightheadedness or fainting in cases of lowered blood pressure, can precipitate or exaggerate latent or existing mental disorders. This includes schizophrenia and bipolar disorder, working memory disruption. Reduced ability to do tasks requiring current remembering and attention. The physical effects, depending on mode of ingestion, start within 10 to 45 minutes. The first signs, usually, that the effects are starting are involuntary yawning, usually without being tired, and a sense of restlessness. Some experience nausea, however this passes after about 20 minutes or less. In most instances, yawning and a slight sensation of physical disorientation or giddiness are the characteristic experiences during the short takeoff stage which usually lasts half an hour and is followed by feelings of lightness and physical harmony. Physiological reactions include pupil dilation and some users report dry mouth. A few studies have noted a slight rise in blood pressure, heart rate, and temperature, but these reactions appear to result from apprehension about the experience or from environmental factors, not the actual psilocybin itself. One builds an immediate tolerance to psilocybin and other psychedelics as well. This means if one were to consume mushrooms every day for a week, the person ingesting these mushrooms would feel no effect at all by day four or five. This also shows the low abuse potential for these substances. psilocybin mushrooms can produce profound awesome effects upon the mind the experience is characterized by the users going up rapidly achieving an enlargement in the scope of perception that persists for about two hours a gradual decline is experienced over the next three to four hours resulting in the restoration of ordinary consciousness The quality of thoughts and feelings evoked during these two phases varies greatly, according to the user's mental set, surroundings, or setting, and the dosage ingested. One can read the effects, both physical and mental, of psilocybin mushrooms and perceive to understand the experience. Only undergoing the actual magic mushroom experience can you truly appreciate it and understand how it is described. Myth. You can die from magic mushrooms. This is just not true. There has only been two reports of people dying after ingesting psilocybin, and the main reason was because they had severe heart defects. Psilocybin has never in recorded human history been attributed to any deaths directly related to the ingestion of mushrooms. Myth, you can go crazy after a trip. Again, this is not true. When one says you can go crazy, this is mostly attributed to a bad trip. People who go through bad trips tend to have horrifying memories of their trip and may ruminate on those memories for a long time. One can avoid a bad trip by paying close attention to set and setting. Now, I must say taking a very high dose of a substance of a psychedelic substance has the possibility of being traumatic this does not make you crazy afterwards a traumatic experience is a traumatic experience and it can be hard afterwards to integrate that so in order to avoid Undergoing a traumatic experience, one needs to pay very close attention to set and setting, as well as the dosage that they're taking, and what kind of intention you're bringing to the experience. These psychedelics are in fact some of the least toxic substances for our physical organism. On a different level, psychologically, they vary. Physically, they are very healthy. Psychologically, they are a challenge at times. As with anything in life, there are potentials for having bad, anxiety provoking experiences. This is especially true with psychedelics. A bad trip can occur due to not paying close attention to set and setting. For when taking psychedelics, as well as cannabis and alcohol, one needs to provide oneself with a comfortable environment and be of sound mind. If those two components are not in the equation, one can become fearful and undergo a traumatic experience. This could be the main reason why people become paranoid or feel uneasy while smoking or eating cannabis. Psychedelics produce profound experiences. To try and sum up what they actually do to the mind could be this. They dissolve boundaries, boundaries from self to other, from internal to external, from person to person, from past to present to future, and from life to death. They help one see that everything is truly connected with everything else. Cybin is not addictive physically nor psychologically and is interesting to researchers for its ability to make users see the world differently. Quote, We know that a number of mental illnesses such as OCD and depression are associated with excessive connectivity of the brain and the default mode network becomes overconnected. End quote, says David Nutt professor of neuropsychopharmacology. The brain's default mode network is associated with high-level thinking, self-consciousness, and introspection. By disrupting that network with psilocybin, you can liberate individuals from those depressive symptoms by showing them it's possible to escape those thoughts psilocybin is known to trigger transformative spiritual states but at high doses it can also result in bad trips marked by terror and panic the trick is to get the dose just right as well as set in setting One study was published in 2013 titled Psychedelics and Mental Health, a Population Study. The results in this study 21,967 respondents reported lifetime psychedelic use. There were no significant associations between lifetime use of any psychedelic, lifetime use of specific psychedelics such as LSD, psilocybin, mescaline and peyote, or past year use of LSD, and increased rates of any of the mental health outcomes. Rather, in several cases, psychedelic use was associated with lower rates of mental health problems. Quote, the design of of our study does not allow conclusions about causality. End quote. Terry S. Krebs, the lead author of the study, wrote, quote, however, there is a lack of evidence that psychedelics cause lasting mental health problems, end quote. Quote, there seems to be no evidence of overall negative impact and even some hints of benefit associated with the use of psychedelics, end quote, says Matthew W. Johnson, a psychologist in the psychiatry department at Johns Hopkins School of Medicine. However, people who are predisposed to a mental health condition may have that condition worsened or come out sooner with the result of using psychedelics. In other words, if you are born predisposed to schizophrenia or another mental disorder, using a psychedelic may cause this disorder to come out sooner. One very interesting study with the use of psilocybin and LSD in the treatment of cluster headaches is titled, Response of Cluster Headache to Psilocybin and LSD in Neurology Journal. The authors interviewed 53 cluster headache patients who had used psilocybin or lysergic acid, diethylamide, LSD, to treat their condition. 22 of 26 psilocybin users reported that psilocybin aborted attacks. 25 of 48 psilocybin users and 7 of 8 LSD users reported cluster period termination. 18 of 19 psilocybin users and 4 of 5 LSD users reported remission period extension. Research on the effects of psilocybin and LSD on cluster edicts may be warranted. Psilocybin, the drug in magic mushrooms, helps many people become more open, creative, and curious after they take a single high dose, a new study shows. Researchers say the new study, which is published in the Journal of Psychopharmacology, is one of the first to show that a drug, when used in an experimental setting, can alter personality in the long term. Specifically, the study found that psilocybin affects a dimension of personality called openness. Openness relates to the ability to see and appreciate beauty, to imagine, to be aware of our own and other people's feelings, and to be curious and creative. After trying psilocybin just one time, Many of the volunteers in that 2006 study reported having profound spiritual and mystical experiences that made them more open and honest, less judgmental, and closer to family and friends, and some rated it as the most personally meaningful experience of their life. Other psilocybin research includes one paper by Griffiths and Richards titled, Psilocybin Can Occasion Mystical Type Experiences Having Substantial and Sustained Personal Meaning and Spiritual Significance. This is in the Journal of Psychopharmacology in 2006. Another paper by Griffiths and Richards and Johnson in 2008 titled, Mystical Type Experiences Occasioned by Psilocybin Mediate the Attribution of Personal Meaning and Spiritual Significance, 14 Months Later. A paper by McLean, Johnson, and Griffiths in 2011, titled, Mystical Experiences Occasioned by the Hallucinogen Psilocybin Lead to Increases in the Personality Domain of Openness a paper by johnson garcia romeo and casimano and griffiths in 2014 titled pilot study of 5ht2ar agonist psilocybin in the treatment of tobacco addiction in the journal of psychopharmacology within this last study they found 80% of subjects stopped smoking after two therapeutic sessions of psilocybin mushrooms. One can find other media coverage regarding psilocybin mushrooms and research. On ABC News titled, Want to Be More Open-Minded, Magic Mushrooms Found to Help. On CBS News, titled, Magic Mushrooms Improve Personality, What Study Says. On MSNBC, titled, Magic Mushrooms Could Help Treat Addiction. In Time, titled, Magic Mushrooms Can Improve Psychological Health Long-Term in Live Science titled, Magic Mushrooms Could Treat Depression and Addiction. I wanted to add a comparison at the end of this presentation a comparison between alcohol and psilocybin mushrooms. The potential negative short-term effects of alcohol include diarrhea, unconsciousness, emotional volatility, erectile dysfunction, frequent urination, breathing difficulties, impaired judgment, anemia, Hangover lasting 12 to 36 hours, difficulty achieving orgasm, nausea, vomiting, dizziness, confusion, headache, decreased perception, coma and death, blackout, fetal damage in pregnant women. The potential negative short-term effects of psilocybin include intense feelings of fear, mild to severe anxiety, headache, nausea, vomiting, dizziness, confusion, confusion, fainting, and memory disruption. One can clearly see remarkable differences in negative short-term effects. Potential long-term effects of alcohol, nerve damage, erectile dysfunction, permanent brain damage, ulcers, malnutrition, arrhythmias, steatosis of the liver, high blood pressure, stroke, severe addiction, liver disease, hepatitis, gastritis, fibrosis, pancreatitis, cirrhosis, breast cancer, mouth cancer, liver cancer, esophagus cancer, and throat cancer. In contrast, the potential negative long-term effects of psilocybin include may precipitate or exacerbate latent or existing mental disorders, HPPD, which is hallucinogen persisting perceptual disorder, and potential unwanted spiritual awakenings. Alcohol, on average, six people die every day in the United States from alcohol poisoning. Many more die from alcohol-related deaths. Alcohol kills 2.5 million people each year, not including the millions more in injuries and car accidents. Psilocybin. Psilocybin mushrooms have been consumed for thousands of years. Only two people have died from using psilocybin indirectly. The cause of death was due to having a heart transplant years before and having an abnormal, weak heart. Here are some more studies on psychedelics and alcoholism. Krebs and Johnson in 2012, titled... Lysergic Acid Diethylamide, LSD, for Alcoholism. Meta-analysis of Randomized Controlled Trials in the Journal of Psychopharmacology. Another article, Hoffer in 1970, Treatment of Alcoholism with Psychedelic Therapy. Psychedelics, the Uses and Implications of Psychedelic Drugs. Another article by Mangini in 1998, titled The Treatment of Alcoholism Using Psychedelic Drugs, a Review of the Program of Research in the Journal of Psychoactive Drugs. Another article by Reed, Soskin, and Turek in 1977 titled Psychedelic Drug DPT Assisted Psychotherapy with Alcoholics, a Controlled Study in the Journal of Psychoactive Drugs. And lastly, a study by Albo and Anderson in 1974, titled Peyote in the Treatment of Alcoholism Among American Indians in the American Journal of Psychiatry. These are just a few studies that have been conducted. Multiple studies were conducted in the 70s on alcoholism, showing extremely promising results. Just recently, in the past decade, has research started to blow up more in regards to psychedelics with alcoholism, depression, anxiety, and PTSD. Thank you, everyone, who has taken the time to listen to this episode of Trippy Education, training responsibly in preparing psychedelic induced experiences. This good morning podcast was attributed solely to psilocybin or magic mushrooms. Anyone who was naive or ignorant of magic mushrooms, I hope you have gained some form of understanding about them due to this podcast. I also hope those intrepid psychonauts and individuals who are familiar with the mushroom enjoyed this podcast. For those who are interested, I would be more than happy to send my references to them in regards to the information presented. Until next time, thank you again.